the reason these disturbances, they followed you to a new home, is because it's not the house that's haunted. It's your son. So, 1,100 men went in the war. 316 men come out of the sharks, took the rest June the 29th, 1945. Anyway, we delivered the bomb. Never, ever, ever, under any circumstances, say, I'll be right back. Because you won't be back. You get another beer, you want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back! I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Oh, My name is Robert Hawkins. Approximately seven hours ago, uh, something attacked the city. Um, if you found this, if you're watching this, then you know more about it than I do. California, stay away from me. Stay away from me. I'm, I'm, I'm coming here. John Doe has the upper hand. And on that day, Ahab will go to his grave, but he'll rise again within the hour. He will rise and beckon that all, all save one, shall follow. They're all gonna laugh at you! They're all gonna laugh at you! They're all gonna laugh at you! Hello, welcome once again to Dark Discussions, your place for the discussion of horror film, fiction, and all that's fantastic. I'm one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the U.S. of A., and with me in the state of Michigan. This is Eric. Eric, how's it going? I am doing okay. Excellent. And in the state of New York? Hi, this is Mike. Mike, how are you, sir? I'm concerned. Okay. Yeah, Pam Pam got her new box of HelloFresh in, and uh, I don't know what's in it. What I'd be concerned, too. Hey, I got my picture box just the other day. <laughs> the question is, how much did she pay for that box? Mm, hope yeah. that up $30,000. Yeah. Well, she's got a good retirement coming, so. And in the Commonwealth of Virginia? Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how's it going? Good, I'm hungry. <laughs> All right, very well, very well, very well. I made a stir-fry tonight, so, and it was excellent. Uh, from a... Uh, YouTube podcast Honeysuckle. She, she's really good. So Sorry, what's the name of the podcast? Honeysuckle on YouTube. It's a, honeysuckle? a cooking. It's a honeysuckle. Cooking. Okay. Honeysuckle. That's yeah. on YouTube. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, hers not, is, not is pretty awesome. And then Food Wishes is pretty awesome. Those are, those are my two favorite cooking ones that are pretty consistent. Yep. Gastrocast. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. I'm sure there's others, but but uh, you only can watch so many. Watch no, so that many. was me making up a new name. I liked it. Yeah, that's actually a good one. It sounded real. <laughs> that's why I, 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 so, there you go. Well, Sean Fox was saying, Phil, you should do a, a cooking channel. Maybe I'll, I'll name it that, but I don't think I would do it. it takes I think you got to go with uh, Jeremy Holmes' idea. Jeremy, oh, yeah, what was that? Remember he was pitching that whole Shutter show where you uh, yeah, took a recipe to do uh, based on a horror movie? Yeah, that's right. That's right. That'd be kind of cool, just not this one. <laughs> well, you'd have to start with Silence of the Lambs. That would be good. Silence of the Lambs would be perfect to start with. Well, well, well. Being um, half Portuguese, we, we used to eat fava beans all the time in the at home. So it was it was a meal a meal that we used every so often. Though, uh, now, see if you're going to say it, 
You have to do the Anthony Hopkins noise. Right. Well, my, my mother, my mother switched it up with with chickpeas because she liked chickpeas better. So there you go. Uh, I don't think anyway. that would have worked nearly as well in the film. No, no, no. no. Some chickpeas <laughs> and a nice Chianti. Hate his nose. Yeah. Hey, chickpeas and the Kool Aid. It's going to go Bud Light, but that works it too. Okay. Well done. Well done. Anyway, uh, for folks who have stumbled upon us, uh, we are the Dark Discussions Podcast, which is part of the Dark Discussions News Network, which is www.darkdiscussions.com. We are a podcast that's been around for uh, close to 12 years now. Um, Basically, uh, we talk about a genre film weekly, so horror, sci-fi, fantasy, thrills, techno thrills, mysteries, grindhouse, outhouse, midnight movies, uh, drive-in and cult films and whatnot. Basically, we try to talk intelligently about a genre that deserves intelligence. Uh, the website also has numerous other podcasts, as well as news articles, release notes, and so forth. Um, if you want to email us, you can email us at darkdiscussions at AOL.com, and we will read your emails on the podcast. And uh, we... Um, definitely like emails because we always like knowing that people are out there, are interested in, in uh, not only hearing our opinions, but we like the emails because uh, maybe you're interested in us hearing your opinions. So uh, please send them over. Uh, you also can send us emails through uh, the menu on darkdiscussions.com uh, by just pressing contact us and a email uh, box opens up there as well. Uh, Eric, what else can they find on that website? Well, on each page, they can find a badge that has the big capital letter P in it, uh, which is for Patreon. Patreon is a service that allows you to financially contribute to your online artists like us. Producing this show is not free. We have to pay for things like web hosting uh, and file servers and other equipment and movie rentals and so on and so forth. So if you'd like to help us offset the cost of producing this show, that's how you can do it. You can go to patreon.com slash dark discussions or follow the Patreon badge of any page on darkdiscussions.com. We really appreciate any and all contributions. All right. Very good. Very good. Um, right, so that's pretty much our, our house cleaning uh, for tonight. And uh, if we have time at the end of this episode, we will also uh, uh, do some news and what we've been watching, but only if we have time. Until then, I guess we can get into our topic tonight. And before we do, one last thing, which I almost forgot, which is today is April 14th, 2022. Uh, That is the day we are recording it. Uh, For folks who are curious, because we do have some listeners, such as Pam, who are always curious whether uh, we recorded this episode last week or seven months ago, or even maybe a year and a half ago, because sometimes these episodes are not released immediately after they're recorded. Um, So, I think that's it. So, uh, Eric, uh, why don't you let everyone know what we're going to discuss tonight? Tonight, we're going to be talking about the Hulu original Fresh. The women in our parents' generation, they just, they were more into femininity. You know what I mean? Mm. Because I think you would just look great in a dress. You but I mean, if you were pretty much done, actually, thank you. If it's cool, I'm just going to snag these leftovers. I don't know how you do it, Molly. Do what? Dating people. No, no. You do not need a man, okay? So don't play the game. Just be you straight out the gate. Do you live around here? Because I, I live on aisle six. That was terrible. Was kind of terrible.
What's an Instagram? I want to stalk a little bit. Have one. Say what? Yeah. Oh no, see, that's that's shady. Let's play a game. Tell me something you don't want me to know. I hate this. Okay. <laughs> all our hopes in finding happiness through someone else. Yeah. Girl, you all digmatized, and I haven't even seen this dude. What's going on? I'm gonna tell you, but you're gonna freak out. No, this isn't happening. Yeah, it's happening. No games. Know what you wanted? It's about giving. Giving yourself over to somebody. Becoming one forever. That's love. Forget this. It's a straight girl's fantasy come true, right? Uh, that's right. Fresh is a film, uh, 2022 film on Hulu. Uh, it is uh, Searchlight Pictures uh, distribution. Uh, production companies are legendary in hyper object industries. The film is uh, one hour and 14, or let me rephrase that, 114 minutes. And it appears. It uh, was directed by Mimi Cave and written by Lauren Kahn, uh, produced by Adam McKay and Kevin Messick, uh, starring Daisy Edgar-Jones, an actress from the UK who does an excellent uh, American accent in this film, and Sebastian Stan, uh, probably best known for his work in Marvel. Uh, the cinematography is by Powell Pogorzelski, Edited by Martin Pensa, music by Alex Summers. Um, the film was uh, originally released at Sundance on January 2022 uh, and then uh, released everywhere on March 4th, 2022. The film is uh, getting fairly decent reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it's dropped a little bit since the last time I checked. It's down to 81% now, but that's still fresh. And that's it's getting a big notice by critics because, again, it is a searchlight uh, picture, which uh, has uh, is not "quote unquote" indie like some uh, lower budget films. Uh, the film uh, has 180 critical reviews, um, and uh, that's pretty much all I got. So uh, I guess we can get into uh, how we heard about this film and what we thought about it. And uh, I guess I'll start. Um, well, I heard about this film because uh, Eric uh, suggested it uh, about two weeks ago uh, before we uh, um, had last week's episode with Dan Lynch uh, as a special guest who he chose a film. So uh, we pushed this film back uh, for this week here. Uh, the film um, was a film we I watched the trailer with my wife uh, to see if I could get it as a quote-unquote date film, and she agreed. She thought the trailer was pretty oh. good. Um, so yeah, so, uh, um, so this is the wife who does not like horror films. Uh, she likes thrillers, but she, mm-hmm. so, so mm-hmm. she, she's okay. okay with, could, could come or go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she likes zombie films too. She likes zombie films, um, because they're like diseases and stuff. And that's kind of interesting. Nothing happens uh, in this film. Doesn't happen in a zombie film. <laughs> <laughs> that's technically true, Mike. That is definitely true. <laughs> it's technically um, true. Um, so yeah, uh, the film is, uh, well done, well directed, 
uh, writing was uh, above average. Uh, the ending was kind of a, a mess, but uh, generally uh, the acting and all the productions around it was uh, pretty solid. Um, personally, um, I did not like this film. Uh, I thought it was kind of gross. I uh, laid a, left a bad taste in my mouth. It kind of reminded me of a film from a couple of years ago called Eyes of My Mother, which was another well-made film that just I thought it was terribly disgusting and left a bad taste in my film, my my, my mouth on my film, Jesus. And um, so I, I was not a fan of this film, um, but I, I would think most people may like this that are horror fans. Uh, my wife uh, did not like the film either. Um, we almost shut it off um, with about 30, 40 minutes left, but uh, I, we had to watch it through because uh, it was tonight's episode. Uh, so, yeah, that's my thoughts on the film. Uh, let's go with you, Eric, since you were the one that uh, brought this film to our attention. Yeah. Um, I actually had seen a little bit of buzz about this on uh, social media uh, and then I was texting with uh, Mr. Watson because uh, at the time it was uh, during those doldrums during Q1 of every year when there's squat to watch for new movies. <laughs> and uh, he suggested that I check this one out. So I did. Uh, I agree of a lot of what Phil said uh, about the film being well made um, and uh, also being really disgusting. Uh, however, I think that makes it a good movie because it achieved what it was trying to accomplish. Um, so yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I thought there was a, a good amount of talent involved in making this movie. Uh, I also agree that it kind of fell down in the third act. Um, but for me, um, it didn't ruin the whole thing. I, I still enjoyed it. All right, sounds good. Uh, let's go with you, Mike. Yeah, like Eric, I had heard about it somewhere in the ether uh, on social media. Um, I was looking for, uh, also browsing through the various uh, streaming services, including Hulu, which is where I watched this, um, just to find a list of new films, which is how the movie from two weeks ago uh, ended up, uh, last week, rather, no, two weeks ago, uh, The Scary 61st ended up on my list, and we ended up reviewing that film. Probably should have recommended this one anyway, instead. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I saw it. I liked it. I I get that conceptually, It's I understand the grossness, but I, I think if you're a horror fan, you've probably seen way worse, and it's not exactly a gruesome or gory film, um, in my opinion. Um, it's conceptually gross, but you know, like, I don't think it's any worse than, say, if you had seen um, uh, the Hannibal TV series, which features certain similar themes uh, every episode, just about. So, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was well done. Uh, yeah, I guess the last act is a bit of a mess and, and they had to work. They, they create a problem for the protagonist and they have to find a way out of it and uh, or have a not happy ending. Uh, but this is a stu as well. I know it's Searchlight, but that's basically means it was a Fox Studios. Um, so yeah, it was going to in all likelihood have a happy ending or happy-ish ending, and, and I liked it. I, I really have no complaints about it. All right, very good. Yeah, that uh, explains why it's um, a Hulu because uh, Hulu is owned half by Disney, I think, and Disney owns Fox. Uh, right. now. Um, all right, let's go with you, Barrett. 
Yeah, I really like this film. I thought it was really well done, really well acted. I thought the two main actors had some really good chemistry um, as protagonist and antagonist. Um, the yeah, I think it flowed pretty well. I didn't think the gore was over the top. I mean, most of it was kind of hinted at rather than actually shown. Um, it was just an enjoyable flick. I liked it. I thought Sebastian Stan was brilliant, too. All right. Uh, did your wife watch it with you? No, no. <laughs> okay. So that, that, just, just a, a heads up. Uh, that that is uh, some good information there. Um, did Dan watch it with you? Uh, uh, no. And did uh, uh, Dan is a co-host with Eric on another podcast? And um, Mike, did your wife watch this film? No, she did not. Okay, I was just curious. It's always interesting to hear other people. I, I did recommend it to her. I, I I have a feeling she might enjoy it. Gotcha. All right, so uh, a couple other items um, for folks who are curious. Um, Dark Discussions Podcast is doing our Mystic Meetup uh, August 19th weekend. Uh, I know, Eric, you already planned and booked. Uh, Kevin Letts is already planned and booked. Um, myself, Mike. Uh, Leo Pond from the Dorkening. Uh, Gage Fultz is already committed. Uh, he told me two days ago. Uh, oh, that's so, right. He lives out there now, doesn't he? He sure does, yep. And uh, I know Holly Masiak was mentioning to Mike that she may be interested. So uh, we're, we're just announced it uh, publicly about a week ago. So uh, this is our first public announcement on the podcast. So uh, heads up, anyone who is interested in joining us. Uh, the more we get, uh, we'll, we'll actually set up, uh, other events besides, uh, the regular events that we usually do. And like the tickle always... me Eric competition. No, 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 no. Uh, we'll but get you can, uh, if that happens, uh, but you can, uh, email <laughs> us at dark discussions at AOL.com and just write mystic M Y S T I C in the subject. And, uh, we can send you further information like, um, hotels that are, uh, in the area, uh, other things to do in the area besides meeting us and hanging out with us, as well as um, although that really should be enough. That are, uh, true, true. Uh, as well as uh, airports that are available if you prefer that type of um, travel. Um, but uh, it's also you can obviously drive. So uh, once again, dark discussions at aol.com. Subject: Mystic. Uh, or just talk to us on Facebook. Uh, we're there as well. Um, all right. So, Eric, uh, do we have a wiki? Wiki, wiki. The horrors of modern dating seen through one young woman's defiant battle to survive her new boyfriend's unusual appetites. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, the trailer doesn't really show much either. Um, so that's 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 fair. That's fair. Uh, doesn't say much, though. Um, the film is actually considered horror comedy based off. I, of, I uh, don't get the comedy. comedy horror thriller, according to IMDb. There were some, there were yeah. some funny parts. There was a lot of, there was a lot of funny. It, it was like, after the couple things. So. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but not, I mean, almost every movie except the one still like has some comedy in it somewhere has some humor. Yeah. yeah there's agree. like humor in star Wars. I don't see it called an action comedy or a science fiction comedy. Have you checked recently? <laughs> No, no, I haven't. It just feels like it's that's one of those things like let's let's get it to end up on as many recommended lists as possible. Yeah. Yeah. People are yeah. more and more uh, genres on listings uh, these days. Yeah. yeah if you yeah. if you're and, going and to they, uh, they watch this expecting Ghostbusters or Young Frankenstein or Gremlins, you're you're going to be. Yeah. Do right. not yeah you're going to be shocked. Yeah. 
and, and we always know that they, they try to yank themselves out of horror and try to get their film titled as a thriller because that brings in a much wider audience as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so marketing is all everything is money, 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 well, money, 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 money. Yeah, th- thriller I won't have a problem with. <laughs> I could see thriller. Even yeah. if it didn't have any Michael Jackson in it. But. True, true. Um, all right. So, um, so that's uh, our opinions and the wiki. And for folks who are new to the podcast or those who are veterans, uh, basically what we do here on Dark Discussions is we don't just review the film. We also critique and dissect the film. So uh, after a short talk about the film in general, um, we will uh, throw up a spoiler alert and then talk about uh, specifics. So uh, this this um, podcast will talk about specifics uh, that will spoil the film because, again, we critique and dissect, not just review on dark discussions. All right, so uh, we can discuss uh, general stuff. Um, now, I've I never seen any of these actors before, uh, but Barrett, you mentioned to me uh, Sebastian Stan is uh, in Marvel. Uh, what, what's he do over there? Yeah, he plays the Winter Soldier in Marvel. Bucky, Captain America's side, sidekick. Uh, yeah, he was Captain America's sidekick. Bucky. Gotcha. Gotcha. Bucky Barnes. Right, right. Yeah, and, and that's the thing that's interesting about nowadays. Um, if you don't follow certain TV shows, you, you'll have no idea who any of the actors are. Because my wife, for example, used to get Star Magazine. Uh, I got it for, for Christmas. She likes reading it. And... Um, she never knew any of the actors in Dexter when Dexter was, was big. Mm. And, um, and then she would point it out to me and I go, yeah, yeah, that's him. but you know, if I had never seen Dexter, I wouldn't have known any of those actors either. Um, uh, speaking, speaking of that, Mike, um, Sean Fox, uh, the, the lead. Oh, and you too, Barrett, the lead in halo. Uh, that actor is the guy that played, um, the Irish. Leprechaun. The, the Irish yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I pointed that out in the first episode. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't even notice that. And uh, he's I, in the I wire. Noticed. Oh, is he? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's also uh, half brothers to Tri- uh, Liv Schreiber. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll talk about that on Halo. Um, so, um, what else do we want to talk about that's general? Um, the dating scene. So, yeah, this this talks about <laughs> the dating, but but to be honest, it really wasn't. Um, as much into dating as the wikis talks about because well, she, has one date, she has one date, she has one date to one guy. And then the second date is with this guy. And, and the film goes right into that. It's not really like a dating film. Is what I mean. Yeah, but, but it was a 30 minute cold open. It <laughs> was. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Well, that's and that guy was a dick the right there. <laughs> that guy was a dick. Yeah. yeah I still the, think by the end of the film, I still think the, the, the other guy, Steve, was better. <laughs> you may have a point. I, I think Chad Chad was a mess yeah, of douchebag. That first date was kind of a nightmare. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, and, and to be honest, um, when, when I dated, uh, I dated some online, and and then a lot uh, meetups, and you know, at, going out and meeting people at, at clubs or whatever, and. Um, I would have to say that the the online stuff, uh, even though you get a lot of dates, you when you meet them in person, they either don't find you attractive or you don't find them attractive. Mm. While when I went out 
um, the regular way without using the internet, um, it was much better success because immediately both you and the person that you're scoping can immediately look at and say, okay, I can, I'm going to find that person attractive enough that you could sleep with that person. And then after that point, you start talking and then, you know, you see if you match up as personality wise. So, um, she's in the unfortunate situation of internet dating. And as a result, based off of what she says to her friend, she's had a lot of bad experiences because of it, which I can concur. Well, here's the thing, Phil. I mean, I have, I have not been in the dating scene this millennium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I mean, I don't know about Barrett or Eric. It's been a while since you've been in it. I'm assuming. Uh, yeah. Because, I, because I of the age of your children. It, yeah. 2007, 2008. I think it was. That's more I, recent than me. 2007. <laughs> yeah. 2007 yeah. was when I finally got engaged. Which what, means yeah. that you were not dating in the app era. No. And that is yeah. pretty was, much how, how everybody meets now. Um, um, you know, you know, I, it, that's laziness because you could still, if, especially if you live in a metropolitan area, you could still just go to a club and, and walk up to. Well, <laughs> that was always <laughs> and the then like thing too. The pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's well, true. Yeah. That's true. But, but they, <laughs> they pretend in this film, there was no pandemic. Well, here's the thing. So you, you you can't date at work anymore because you might get a harassment suit. So everyone I don't even have to go into work. So how would I do that? <laughs> right. There's that. You know, going to bars. You know, you're 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 limiting yourself often to a particular uh, particular pool of people. Shall depends. we say? Uh, it depends. Um, it depends. Yeah, but but you 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 get a certain clientele that is most likely to be found at bars, and some people are just not into the bar scene. It, it depends on what, especially your once you're past is. your younger years. Right. Well, once you I, get I would past college that. age, it yeah. starts becoming sad and desperate. Yes. Um, I, I I have to just completely disagree. Since I dated until I was thirty-seven, um, because uh, I dated someone for like ten years. Uh, but in my thirties, so that kind of, um, made me, uh, get married late because I had to start over. Um, but what my experiences were, uh, at least in the clubs in, in downtown Boston, because I lived near the Boston area, um, you meet a lot of quality people and it isn't that quote unquote type of person that you would find at a bar. Um, and you were pretty much good until you were right before you, you hit 40. But so, you just basically said you were there looking to see if it's a person you want to have sex with. I don't think that's what she was looking for in the relationship. <laughs> no, 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 no. And that's, that's what, what you I tend said. to find you know, in bars. No, 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 you misunderstood completely. When you look at a person, if you don't find them physically attractive, you move on to the next. So, so if you're at a bar, you can just look around because you don't know anybody. You just see what they look like. And there's a girl, oh, she's pretty, which means, oh, you know, you can imagine that that's someone that you would be intimate with. So you go up to them and start talking to them. That doesn't mean you're looking for one night. Or after you've had a few drinks, because that changes things a bit. Well, I don't, I don't know how you, you, you lived your life when you were single, Mike, but that's not how I lived. So I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not talking from personal experience because I'm not, was never a person who's into the bar scene. But okay. I know plenty of people Why are who are. Why are we talking about Phil's dating life? Because <laughs> Phil's trying to take his dating experience and apply it to a broader category. All right. Well, to a certain extent, we can all speak to our own experience. So let's right. move on. Right. Right. You, 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 you can meet people at a grocery store, then, or, or the, at the gym, which is what happens here. 
You know, so 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 it doesn't have to be a club or a bar, Mike. All right, it could be. It does, be but it's it's not an easy thing to it's, do it's right much, now. In any uh, case, yes, again, it? it's never again, an easy thing. Again, again, the default and the default is right now. Again, again I right now the default again. is through apps. All right, Phil, well, well, Mike, stop. Let's move on, please. <laughs> all right, it was it was always easy for me, and for the COVID, this movie is not in the COVID world. So, and she lives in a big city. So, what? For but your point is taken. Mike. All right, so let's let's move on as Eric requested. Okay, so Eric, uh, where do we want to go? Uh, well, I just wanted to talk about about that initial thirty minutes, um, because. Uh, you're you're 32 you're 32 minutes into the movie before they bring up the opening credits uh and that's really unusual <laughs> yeah like, like when they came up i forgot that i hadn't seen them yet so i was yeah, like same wait. here so i was like wait <laughs> well, what's going on <laughs> well you know and they you know actually what? give you a full you know credit what? sequence you yeah. know what Though i've been seeing this much more I, I agree i was i forgot but i've seen been seeing this much more because halo the tv show does it the empty man did it um uh that that james wan film from from last year mo, mo, what was it called? Malignant. 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 Yeah, did it so so a lot of films was, i don't think it was that wasn't that late it was in 32 minutes that that's a full tv oh, oh, show well 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 the halo was like 18 minutes uh, Empty Man was thirty something minutes. Was even longer than this one, um, and Malignant was m- maybe fifteen or ten to fifteen minutes. So, but my point I is, like is it. that it's 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 I guess the hip thing now, Eric. Maybe I like I, it. I still think I it's like later it than most. Yeah, I like it because I forget that you know it go, it passes by quicker for me when I'm sitting at the beginning waiting for something to start, and I get this whole thing of credits and there's nothing interesting. It's just boring. So I kind of no. like them showing up in weird spots and yes, yeah, so, sometimes <laughs> they don't. Our movies don't even do credits now; they just do the the title somewhere later in the film, and then they don't even list the actors. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a thing they've been that's doing. That's smart for a long because time. people have no attention span anymore. Uh, it's actually something I picked up. Um, I I watched some. Uh, I have a YouTube channel, um, Eric's Movie Corner, and I, I watch YouTube videos on on how to make more people watch your stuff. And one of the tips that's been coming up recently is uh, ditch your intro. <laughs> Nobody wants to watch it. Nobody's there for your <laughs> intro. Just get right in where you're talking about, or else people are going to leave. It um, depends on how it's done, you know. Yeah. I mean, if it's an interesting yeah. intro, I'll watch it. If it's yeah, just like, Games like of Thrones. credits, right. then. Eh. Yeah. Uh, the Game of Thrones intro was pretty awesome. And yeah, but how many of those I was are trying there? to get back to the to the lack of opening credit sequence. Yeah, if you go back through movie history, right, it used to be all the credits were at the beginning of the film. That's true. Yeah. You know, well, and it was contracted, so wasn't it? It, it was had to be. Yeah. yeah. I watched The Innocence, all the credits were at the beginning. I was just like, whoa, this is so weird. <laughs> right. And then they like have like two title cards at the end, but it may be in it, but it's like, the end. Walk out of the theater now. Go away. And <laughs> and then it shifted, and I think I'm trying to remember if it was maybe RoboCop 2. Might have been the first movie I can think of where you didn't even get the title of the film until the end of the film. Hmm. Um, right. And and that started becoming a thing. Sort of how, like, uh, you know, Frasier had kind of dispensed with opening credits and TV series to give you that very quick animation and jumped right into right. it. 
Um, so yeah, credits have been just slowly disappearing and shuffling, but really, again, I think this is not a hip new thing. If you can mention one episode of Halo, the empty man and this out of the, I don't think it was this long and malignant. That's four. (laughs) Regardless, that's four out of the, how many hundreds of hours of, of entertainment do you watch every year? Um, that's not a lot. So it's still a relatively unusual thing. That's yeah, true. that's always especially, especially this long. I mean, this was really long. And to be honest, well, I think a lot of it could have been dispensed with. Because well, I well, think I'm you glad could it have, wasn't though. Because you know what? That thirty minutes at the opening gives you all your character development. It really does. Um, and and it also sets everything up. Uh, like it's it's self isolated. Like honestly, this could be something that you like. You could use this in. Oh, I don't know. Uh, a screenwriting class, just as an example, um, and have people watch this and then say, okay, what happens next? Right. right. Because at that point, you don't know. Um, you, yeah, they, you know, you meet the, you meet our main female character, you meet her best friend. Uh, you, you watch her go through a couple nightmare dating experiences uh, and you meet the guy she eventually decides is the one for her. Uh, and she wants to pursue for a little while. Uh, and then we get the incident that leads into the credits and you don't know what's going to happen next. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, was, it, was just, it, it was interesting structurally. It also served as an interesting break. Um, you know, it's one of these films that starts out. Really, if you're watching this, it does start out as a dating comedy, kind of. Yeah, it's a romantic um, comedy. It is. Yeah. And then switches. You know, this is like uh, From Dust Till Dawn, right? Starts out yep. as one kind of movie. Psycho starts out as one kind of movie. Or for that matter, X, you know, which is in theaters now or and should be on demand within the next 30 days, I think. Um yeah, so it's the same which starts out as one thing, which is something else. So this serves the credits just serve as a really nice break, right? In and terms I also of saying, wanna, I here, here's where the horror goes. Sorry, Mike, I didn't mean to cut you off. I thought you were done. Um, I want to give credit to Brett Dyer, uh, who played that guy she was on that first date yet with. Because although that date was an absolute nightmare, he did such a good job at just yeah. being this complete, completely oblivious douche. Uh, <laughs> Like when he starts going on about, you know, I was thinking, you know, he's like looking at her and he's like, you know, I was just thinking about how my mother's generation took so much better care of themselves and didn't wear all those baggy clothes. It's just like, oh, my God, dude, what are you doing? I don't think he was unaware, though. I think he was being very passive aggressive. Maybe. I think it was it's it's it is the the quintessential example of a backhanded compliment. Um, Yeah. It's so nice how you don't give a shit how you look or how you dress. And, <laughs> and in no way, shape, or form am I going to say that what he said was an, was appropriate. Uh, I, I certainly understand someone with a particular uh, traditionalist say, point of view, saying maybe you should be coming to a date in a sweatshirt. Uh, I'm not saying that you have to be. I'm just saying I can certainly understand that. But then he also makes her split the check. He doesn't hold the door open for so it's sort of like he's not taking that, the worst of that, both he, approaches. He told her to bring money because they were going to split the tra- check beforehand. She right. said, "How could I forget that?" Right, right. Well, it, either way, the, the point point is is that the the um when when I had those type of dates, I just sucked it up and and was polite 
you know, did the, the things you're supposed to do and then just never called the girl again. Right. And that's what you do. But this guy at the end of the day is like, oh, good luck finding a man, you stupid bitch. It's like, whoa. Right. right. Yeah, exactly. And I, I guarantee you any uh, any number of women who have been in the dating scene <laughs> have stories like this. Maybe not all rolled oh, yeah. into one, mm-hmm. um, although dude, maybe dude, they were. Dude, dude uh, the guys, we, we got those stories, too. Oh, I mean, I'm, I, I'm sure. I just I think I, for me, it was they were a little bit of a different variety. Um, it, it's good because men and women are a playboy, Phil. No, no, I, I just um, uh, got married late, so I was in the dating pool long. So did because, I, because uh, I got um, I was in two long-term relationships that uh, collapsed. So, um, but yeah, I mean, how, how would that be, a, be considered a playboy by going out looking for girls? I, I don't know. Anyway, um, so yeah, I, it's this guy was. Uh, I, I honestly, I have no idea if he was, again, it's just a character that they wrote in the screenplay, mm-hmm. but if you try to dissect a character from the screenplay that we've only seen for like less than four minutes on the screen, I, I wouldn't know if he was just a clueless fool or if he was a dink. Well, the whole well he's time. clearly a dink. And I, I mean, he was not out absolutely supposed to think that. No, no, but that's yeah. Until, the whole time. That's why I added the word the whole time at the end. Mm-hmm. Because obviously at the end he was a dink, so he was a dink. But the question was, was he a dink before he got rejected? Or was he just a Oh uh, yeah. Yes. 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 This yes. Guy's a nightmare. She didn't <laughs> right. reject him until the end. <laughs> no, 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 no. But but again, is he just clueless? Or was he intentionally being no. a dink because he wanted her to, to Tell him to f off. No, no, well, he, he's clueless. He, he's clueless because he's a dink. I think that's a big part of it. Right? Is that he has yeah. he is completely unaware of what he's saying and how it's going to be heard, and what he, like things like I want you to split the check, and then I'm going to steal your leftovers. Yeah. Um. He has no know, tact. Right. I'm going <laughs> that, to. Right, right, I'm going to show up to the. I'm going to show up to the date in a t-shirt and a and a scarf. And then complain about the way you're dressed. Um, right. All right. All right. So, so we we get the idea that he, I mean the character's not important because we move on quick. But so he was a, he's he's a dink and he's clueless combined basically. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Well, and it, it, it I I think it is important because she deals with that. And, uh, and by the way, should, we should probably uh, throw up the spoiler flag at some point. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> but. Uh, uh, but then she deals with that incident on the dating app after that, where she uh, gets, gets the unsolicited communication. Um, right. And uh, like after those things, uh, then she meets uh, Steve. And in comparison, Steve is fucking Prince Charming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, no. But he played it smart. That, that's how I would approach the girl when, when I would approach a girl at, at like a grocery store or the gym or the library or, or wherever you, you meet girls. So he, he played garage. it perfectly. I'm sorry. <laughs> Their garage. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if there was a house party in the garage or, um, it was a joke, Phil. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, yeah. So he played it right. That, that was, that was a typical normal, um, way to, 
to meet somebody in the days, my glory days of, of being single. Um, so it did, it didn't make, I mean, he did do some things that were weird, like asking for her number, but saying, or instead of saying, could I have your mom number so I could call you for a date or something? The way he asked was, could I have your number to prove something? It was kind of weird, but, uh, well, it was kind of cute though. It was like, she, she, she knew he wanted to date and that's why he was asking for her number. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, I know enough about what I've heard women talk about with dating and, like there were definitely red flags. The he's asking you for your num- your number, right? Yeah. And rather than you give, uh, rather than you taking his, so there was no, red that, flag number not, one. No, that's not a red flag. That that's how it. Uh, always... n- nowadays, it's yeah, it's not cool. It's a red. No. Yeah, because uh, then, then, same thing. You don't tell the guy where you live, because again, on a first date, yeah, you could end up being a creep. Ask- yeah, but he didn't ask that stuff. The, the, let's talk about... No, but yeah. the first... The, I'm getting to that, Phil. Hold on. Okay. So, after the first date, they go back to her place to have sex, which, again, is kind of a... I, I don't even know what... Because you're not supposed to let him know where you live. It's the first date. But I also understand why you wouldn't want to go back to his place. I don't even know where that rule is. Well, but yeah, there were well, little things that seemed odd to me. I don't even she, well, think she got a last name. Um, to, to be honest, um, I, I would concur that they appear odd, but... Like I was surprised that girls would want me to pick them up a lot of times at their house when I just met them at a bar like the week before, um, or get in the car with me alone. Um, a lot of women would do that when I did. And, and don't don't accept a drink you didn't pick up, didn't pour yourself, which of course is the big um, no no in that, this one. Lesson that that that, <laughs> that one that one uh, never came up, but but the stuff like or I ever thought of until I heard about um, uh, the Oakland uh, football kicker Janikowski, but. Um, what happened was, is, um, yeah, sometimes they would, they would always give me the number or email. So that never seemed weird because you're not going to give them, they weren't going to call me. So I had to get their information. Um, and, but I always offered them my, my numbers. And then a lot of times I would suggest to just meet at a place and, and I would say 50%, they would say that, but a lot of times 50% would ask me to pick them up. And then other times, yeah, they would bring me back to their house or, since I would be in their area because I was living in New Hampshire and I, and I was down in Boston and, and yeah, you're right. They, they, a lot of people, um, put their guard down a little bit now. Well, I mean, yeah, that happened back for me too. When I was single, I mean, get drunk and go home with somebody. It happened. Well, sure. I hope she learned her lesson. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. well I, I never had that. Experience. <laughs> uh, most of the times when I went back, it was just to go for, coffee and hang out and, and whatever. And then, yeah, whatever. But, um, but either way, the point is, is the same Barrett, which is, yeah, I would be at their apartment and they don't really know me yet. Yeah. Or, and you didn't know them either. (laughs) Right. Right. And you weren't necessarily, I mean, not as every time were you in a state of mind, probably that was good, you know, or safe. Well, well, even, even if I was, which most of the time I was, believe it or not, um, you're you're not on guard, right? Because you're just you're not assuming someone's going right. to stab you or something, you know. So, exactly, which is what you should always assume because right. people <laughs> suck. Well, and the older you get, the more you assume that too. Right, right, right. When I was 27 or 34, 
and I went over to their house for the first time. I wasn't expecting some her her brother to come out to hit me over the head with a baseball bat, you know. But that could happen, you know. So, uh, but as as Barrett says, as you get older, you start thinking these things and go, oh, that was stupid. Called experience and wisdom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, or just or just meeting Eric uh, Webster, who says people suck. It's like, oh my god, there it is. I didn't my uh, my friend went to pick up <laughs> kind his, of manifesto. Yeah. My friend went to pick up his ex wife, his future wife rather, his future ex wife also, and was met at the door with a shotgun. Uh, so, oh, wow. yikes. Yeah, see, if that happened with me, I, w- I would never talk to the person again because that's just bizarre. yeah, it probably would have been been for the better because it turned out that she lied to her mother and said he was stalking her. Mm. She was yeah. so so she she was playing games and uh, there's a reason why they the marriage didn't last more than a couple of years. <laughs> anyway, that was a guest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, oh. we're, we're spending way too much time about. Dating, but yeah, I'm not about the fun stuff of this. Not movie. about the fun yeah. stuff. Yeah, so I'm the so uh, hungry. Yeah, so I mean, the whole I mean, thing I is I don't usually put up the spoiler it. flag at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, we'll throw up the spoiler flag. But I just wanted to say that I think the first thirty minutes and the whole point of the film was how dating can be crazy. I don't, I don't know what its point is. Well, but anyway, I mean, there is the there. Well, I have sucks. literally, I have literally heard like the dating scene referred to as a meat market. So this just it it's a page, it, yeah. it made, took it to the the most literal degree, right? It's uh it's most little interpretation. Well, of that. you know what though, it depends on on the individual and what they feel of uh, about dating and what they want from well, dating. Yeah, everything well, is going to be very on the individual, else. but it is a thing that enough people have like comment on and nod their head about that it's a fairly widespread thing. What? That even if it's not of uh, the uh, a, a, even if what? it's not the worst market for you, it's still a lot of people feel that this is a meat market. And even have the line by Sebastian Stan when he talks about, um, you know, how somebody just gives themselves over completely to you to be with you for the rest of your life. They're always going to be a part of you, you know, which is really just that whole, you know, just um, a metaphor for marriage right there is that it's the ultimate commitment that he's going to make with her. Well, what I got out of the first 30 minutes of the movie is that they were setting it up for you, the audience to know what a nightmare dating had been for her. Right. Yeah. Steve, uh, like later on, you're going to be like, well, why the hell didn't she know that he was fishy as hell? Uh, because, Compared to what she'd been dealing with, uh, he was awesome. He was great. Yeah, <laughs> he was really right. nice. So yeah, I, I, I like setting it up just to cover their tracks on. Well, how come she didn't know? Uh, and that's why because it, and, like the other people had been. Well, worse. I, I like how you set, set it up anyway, Eric. Which is it's her experiences of dating versus you know a viewer it's it's her we're watching her and her right. experiences mm-hmm. and let's be honest he likes her yes he actually likes her that's why and that's why when we get to the point where they the credits come up i was i was very confused at that point because i'm like what is this guy up to because he's already he's 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 there uh, they're dating uh he's already achieved the goal why is he why is he doing that uh it didn't make any sense to me until we find out why. Right. Well, I had just at that point, 
See, up until the moment when it happens, when he hands her the drink. When he hands her the drink, I was like, okay, she didn't pour the drink herself. This well, is where it's going to kick they in. Give me a couple little. Uh, and he starts asking what it tastes like. What do you taste in there? Yeah, but even before <laughs> and that, that just reinforced. But up till then, I was like, okay, is this going to be? You know, he turns out to be the asshole and the evil creep, and he's playing her, and he's going to do something terrible with her. Like he's going to, I don't know, try to put her on the the human trafficking ring. Is he? Is he? We, we, is he going to use her? Because we know he does, um, right? Well, we know we know it's a horror film, so so we know. Is he trying to? But is he doing plastic surgery to her? Is he something she wants to experiment on? What is it going to be? I was didn't know they were going to go there. Or is it going to be the flip side? Is he going to do something as like an innocent mistake, and then she's just going to flip because she's had so many bad experiences on him and do something terrible to him? So I wasn't really sure which way they were going to end up going with this up until that moment. They gave me a couple little warning signs, and the the where my eyebrows went up uh, is when she asked about the Wi-Fi. She's like, "Do you have Wi-Fi? I'm still not getting the signal here." And he's like, "Oh, it's out again. That sucks." Yeah, but that's just like moves that's on. Very late, I was like, "Hmm." <laughs> so that's a little fishy right there. And he goes, "I'm going to make my version of this drink," and that's actually something I picked up uh, today when I did a rewatch. Because um, he says, I'm going to make my version of this drink. And right there, he puts something out into the room. Uh, whereas if, if it tastes a little funny, she's not going to think it's really that weird because he's admitting up front that he's making some adjustments to the recipe. Although that happens to be the addition of uh, drugs. Right, <laughs> but this, this is around If she wasn't a horror film, I would have just assumed that he was trying to make something and, and see if she liked it. You know, right. Like, I, I always ask people. Oh, they ask me because I'm into cooking a lot. You know, what spices? When I go to a restaurant, my wife always asks, what spices are in this? Because I have no idea. And then I would taste it and I would immediately be able to tell her. And and so I thought that's where they were going if this was not a horror film. Now, I, I like what you said, Mike, too. Like, I didn't think it was going to be her at all. But I did think it could have gone the American Mary way where – she would be the victim and then at the end there would be some weird torture where she got her revenge on him. Right. But, well, um, but I should also point out Eric, you're, what you were, what you were describing were like minutes 28, 29 out of the first 31 minutes. Right. I'm talking yeah. like when she first meets him, we know it's going to go wrong. Right. Because it's a horror film. Right. Right. Yeah. I just didn't know which way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously this, this film, um, if you didn't, you just found it on Hulu, didn't watch the trailer or read anything about it and just started watching it, uh, which is what my wife originally did. And then she just fell asleep. So she had already seen like 15 minutes of the film and she thought it just was a romantic comedy. Um, but then when we read the, the thing and said it was a thriller, we said, okay, one, he's probably going to be bad. Um, but if you didn't like, like just watched it without reading anything or seeing the trailer, you would just think this is going to be a romantic comedy the whole way. And I would have would have thought nothing about him asking, you know, what do you taste in the drink or um, the Wi-Fi's down or whatever, you know, because then I, I would have thought, OK, if they are going somewhere, it could be a home invasion and they don't have Wi-Fi. They can't call for the police, you know, uh, like like that that movie uh, with Megan Fox from last year until mm-hmm. death. So so um, but again, we knew it was a horror film. So right, right, right. Uh, but I will give credit to the movie because it does like it does feel like a rom com in the first thirty minutes, and that's I think really cool. 
uh, that they that they have it set up that way and then switch over on you. I also think it's awesome that after the switch, um, Steve doesn't start behaving differently because most of the time when you've got a secret bad guy uh, and then it's revealed that they're a bad guy, they start doing the whole mustache twirling thing, right? Ooh, I'm a bad guy. Um, but he, he didn't do this. He's like, he's like, uh, he's dancing around and singing the pop music while he's doing his thing and being all cheerful with her and everything else and trying to calm her down. And actually, uh, you know, except for the stuff, he's being nice to her. Um, and so I thought that was really interesting that he just like, um, they did not switch up the basis well, of how his character was acting at that point. Well, well, he did yell at her at least once, but I thought it was just because he was uh, a psycho. And and it, you're right, he didn't turn into like an evil, you know, <laughs> you know that. But yeah, I, got you I thought... I felt it was more like Buffalo Bill when, you know, she's screaming in the, in the well and then he starts going, you know, because, and, it, it's, yeah, it's and so I, I just assumed he was psycho and he was, he was enjoying the, just her, his way to torture her. See, I, I don't think he was trying to torture her. I, mentally I, I, I really don't. No, he was doing his job. And, and he is a psycho. Don't 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 think he's not. <laughs> he is totally a psycho. This is not a normal thing to do. No, no, no. But I mean, the way he acted with her. Uh, and let me rephrase the word psycho. I'll say psychopath. Then um, I, I felt that he was he was mentally he was getting fun at her um, uncomfortableness and, and sadness. Well, he's also done this, you know, at least a dozen times before. Yeah. Uh, what were there, 20, 20 victims we end up seeing mm, or so least. later? Mm. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure he's got this routine down. I'm sure he knows that there's you, you just got to lay the law down sometimes or they're going to cause trouble. Um, I, I really am curious. I'm sure there's a backstory because I, I, you know, the wife is really what I want to know about. Yeah, me too. Right. It was probably one of his victims, and and she became uh, Stockholm uh, syndrome. That was that was my assumption too, Phil. That was yeah. my guess, or was it something? It was just just a thing that he was, you know, that I mean, was this well, like a Donner Party thing, and they ended up eating her leg to survive? Um, I'm, I'm thinking that um, was most likely what Eric thinks as well. But you could be right. We don't know. We don't get enough. Yeah. Um, no, but I think one of the great uh, twist moments in the movie. Uh, and we've thrown up the spoiler flag, <laughs> but one of the one of the great twist moments is when you find out that the wife is in on it. You're like, oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw that coming by because it was just I looked at the time, <laughs> so it was just it that had to be right. She had to be somehow involved, right, or was she going? Or was he was going to have to end up killing, the, killing the wife. But was she, yeah, right. Was she going to betray him at the end too? We don't know, you know, but right. yeah. Um, the, my, some of my issues with the film was, and I said it when we were watching it with my wife was, um, it's just weird how he allowed, in, in other words, we, everybody here has seen misery and, and the sledgehammer scene. And for him, who's a doctor, a medical doctor, and not just 
a crazy person with a sledgehammer. I, I could not believe that he did not incapacitate them and let them have full motion. Um, so it, I, I couldn't. I, I don't know how he was. He was able to get away without being killed or hurt with twenty something women if he was this lackadaisical around them. Well, um, he didn't have them all there at the same time. Right. Right. But all you had to do was have one of those women. Um, like there was a vase in 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 the uh, room, and there was uh, a mirror, and there's there, and you know, all you had, it, it was just so many opportunities that he was so lackadaisical that he could have been, if not killed, at least hurt bad. Oh, okay, that's a little nitpicky, but I get your yeah, point. Yeah, but I also think he's in good shape, which he has Very. to be because he's in the Marvel films. And he's he's not picking generally Amazonian women. He's picking small women uh, that he has a definite and distinct physical advantage over. Um, no, you're right. But but like for example, a, a book and and to a lesser extent, the movie "Kiss the Girls" by James Patterson, the the killer or or person that captured the woman um, was not lackadaisical at all around these women. Um, and so that book was so much more realistic than what I saw in, in this, this film here, this film here, it was like, Oh my God, she could do this. Oh my God. He could get killed here. Oh my God. She could club him over there. And, and even if she gets killed, because well, she knows was, she's going to get was killed the eventually, the point is, is to just take him out or at least attempt to take him out because you're not going to get out of here alive anyway. Well, she and, was the only one he was really that lackadaisical with, and that's because he liked her. Right. I don't know. We that's another thing. See, that's another thing we don't know. So that's a fair point, Barrett. We don't know how he was with the other girls if they were incapacitated or like the the girls in Kiss the Girls the, the novel where they never had an opportunity. So well, they were and shading them right well. Well, James Patterson probably writes a better story than is here on a Hulu original movie. Uh, yeah, that's a fair point. That's a fair um, point. But also, I think part of the part of the whole story here um, is that Steve kind of falls in love with her by accident. Yeah, because uh, when he met her, he was probably just planning on picking her up and using her for for livestock. Um, but then they started dating, and like you hear the other girl going, "Oh my God, you had sex with him! I never had sex with him." Um, and, and there's I, obviously a history where he was part of his initial plan. Uh, so I think his his uh, affection for her was a mistake, uh, and and not something that he had wanted to happen. Yeah, and he her. obviously has done this before because there was the the note in the magazine, and then the woman that's with him in the house obviously looked like she had been part of this whole thing and became his, I don't know, wife, whatever. <laughs> right. Because mm-hmm. she was missing a leg or part of a leg. Yep. So I'm assuming he's made this mistake before, but has either can got them to his side of thinking or killed them. Well, yeah, yeah at, at least with, at least with his wife for sure. Yeah. 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 Cause he's obviously had this whole thing of, Oh, well, you're interested in the meat. Well, let's try that out and see where you're at. <laughs> right. Right. And by the way, since we haven't explicitly stated it yet, um, the whole deal here is that this Steve guy uh, is kidnapping women and holding them prisoner and uh, keeping them alive as long as possible while he carves off pieces of their body to sell um, so that 
uh, really rich people can pay outrageous prices to consume human meat. It looks like it was a Yakuza or triad operation. Based on uh, he said the one percent of the one percent. So I don't know right. what that means, but right. Did, but, wasn't there a Native American who was that? Was that the no? That was I the bodyguard. I thought he was a yeah. Yakuza. I thought he was I, I, Native American. Yeah. Well, oh really? I, I thought I thought he was like Chinese or, or Japanese mob. Well, you don't see race feel good on you. <laughs> well, 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 he he was he was obviously of of Asian uh, or I guess Native American ancestry, which which. He had a bolo Native tie. Americans are, that, are, that are related American. to. What's that? <laughs> he had a bolo tie. That means he was a Native American. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I just assumed I just assumed he was uh, because it was California, large uh, Asian population, and they were set, they showed a, a number of Asian people eating the meat. So similar to that that Korean film that we watched, um, I forget the name of it, where, where the the guy was eating human flesh. Um, so I, I assumed it was the Yakuza or the triads or, or something else is what I was thinking it was, you know, but maybe it was a native America. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't think it had anything to do with race. That's an identifying uh, characteristic of, of the, of that bodyguard. No, I was just wondering if maybe he was like, they were like on a reservation to get around certain legal jurisdictions um, but i i don't know how maybe. exactly that would work i wouldn't pay close attention <laughs> <laughs> well I, I i the reason i was paid attention was because i'll tell you why because we're in the spoiler was i felt it was a loose plot at the end because it was he disappeared he just disappeared and my wife was even saying <laughs> he just disappeared why didn't he, that guy was carrying a, he had to be he was carrying a gun and all this other stuff you know and we thought he was part of the mob and he just disappears and it was just weird he was definitely part of whatever small organization was doing this. <laughs> uh, if I was him, I would have gotten the fuck out of there because nobody's seen me. <laughs> right. Well, there's also the the friend is leaving. When do they show up? This is where I had a time oh, yeah, issue. Oh yeah, yeah. He because they show up either. when he's leaving. That was a that was a loose end plot point too, right? Because he never reappeared. But it's like one yeah, road to get uh... one road to get there, and they show up. Almost at the same time as he's leaving, yeah, and right. I didn't get that part. That part was kind of broken for me. No, yeah. right. It was almost like they had written that part in where he was going to pick up the girls or he was going to well, show it, up or something. And then they it just was a red changed the ending. They changed it. Maybe. Yeah. I, I think. Well, it's, it could be they changed the ending because they may have gotten the oh, you have to wait for the man to come along and save the women. That that <laughs> might have that might have offended some people. So that is certainly a possibility. Or it was might have just been. I actually laughed out loud at that. That he's like, "Nope, you've seen this movie. You know how it ends. You, you're gonna die." And it just he takes off, and and I appreciated that. No, um, that was good. That, that was cool. And he was just like, "To hell with this." I'm out yeah, of I like that too. I just didn't like the timing issue between when the the wife shows up and then he's leaving. No, I I understand what your what your complaint is. I'm not, I'm not arguing against it. There, there, there were some issues in the third act for sure. Uh, one of which being like when they um, gang up on him in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, uh, I, yeah. I, I said that too to Barrett. Yeah, 
Yeah, because because like how many times have we seen this? It's it's one of the tropes hey. that we. Well, I hate. I don't know about y'all, but it's like get get just take him out, take him out, make sure he's done. Uh, stop. He was well, done the second she bit his penis off. Well, there's yeah, that. Yeah, I don't care who you are. You are lying on the ground crying. Well, we. Well, 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 yeah, do we I don't know if she bit it off. We, she bit into yeah, it. She, she bit that thing off, yeah, man. Come yeah, on. It was. It was on. How yeah. much? Um, well, either way, Eric's point is exactly my amount. point, and I say this all the time when we talk about these type of films that I always get pissed off at the end, which is the moment you you incapacitate him, you make sure he never gets up again. Right. And and just exactly. like every other freaking other stupid is film. That later on, they uh, leave, run away. Later on, we get uh, Molly, the best friend, uh, takes out his wife with a shovel. Um, in the kitchen, she had a, a meat tenderizer. Uh, if she was capable of doing that to the wife with a shovel, she's certainly car- capable of doing that to him with a meat tenderizer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, she's a boxer. Yeah. It was, it was a problem. Yeah. Agreed. Well, yeah, yeah. But I also, again, I'll always go back to, we are people who watch horror movies. We think about this way more than normal people do. Mm-hmm. You do not know, you know, when you've been trapped in a place for days or, you know, I'm assuming days or a week or so for, for, for uh, maybe for, um, for Noah, uh, who names a little girl after a guy known for having a big white beard? I don't know. Come on, the girl, uh, the girl actually, with one actually, leg but, did almost the most damage. She stabbed him. Yes, and <laughs> I understand the, the, the desire to get the hell out of there as quickly as possible. Uh, and uh, so I, I get it. And again, you're running at this point, I think, more on fight or flight mode and adrenaline than thinking things through logically. But yes, I was absolutely thinking. You still didn't kill the fucker. Right. And there's three of them too. So there's three different brains that can. All you need is one of them to to want to say, I, "We got to kill this person." Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to give Penny a pass. Penny Penny was not in her right mind. <laughs> She's already fessed up to not being in her right mind, and she had enough trouble trying to keep balance. <laughs> right. And she still stabbed him. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. It was I, I I rolled my eyes at that point, and my wife did too. She was like. That's so stupid. <laughs> it really was. Literally out cold for like at least a minute, and yeah. all they had to do was take that that meat tenderizer or any knife in or a fork for Christ's sakes that's in the kitchen and stab him until he's dead. Poke his eyes out, anything, and they, and they don't. Instead, they go right away, right away. You know? I mean, I still think he could have taken all three of them. The fact that they outnumbered him because I, I mean, too. All, all three no, of them are. I, I have to disagree because what's her face is a boxer. And recovering from surgery. Or did and he, he has no that? penis. And he has no penis. Well, the no penis right away. He should have been out for the yeah. count. So no penis. That's right. He was he was already wounded, Mike. He had no chance to take them out. And she had her breast removed. Right. But he he, he she had some time to heal. He immediately was in How much pain. time did she have to heal? Was it her breasts or her butt? I thought it was her it was, butt. No no no. The, the, no the the uh, black Oh, she had her breast removed. Right. Okay, right. Remember, gotcha. he said, yeah. does it taste familiar? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, but, right. But either or, the point is, he had <laughs> just been mortally wounded, or at least wounded pretty bad. His penis was ripped off. Yeah, there would have been way more blood loss than was depicted. Yeah. Right. Assuming it was actually completely removed. And he'd be crying. 
And he got uh, <laughs> he, he uh, was. It had been a he little got, bit. A few minutes had passed. And then he got hit with with a meat tenderizer. <laughs> yes. Well, he wasn't up that for a whole lot after suck. that. <laughs> the loss of your yeah, penis is still going to have you crying. I don't care if it's a few minutes or not. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. There, there, I, yeah there, there was, All right, there, Matt. Next time, if you're going to scare a care in August, we'll have to give this a try. Put it to the test. There's there's some problems with the third act. Put it there. Yeah, yeah. But they're also, I think, the cliched problems that you kind of expect to see in a film yes. like this. Yeah. So I, I, it's the kind of thing where it's, I well, give them you, more you, credit you when they. Expect. What? You, you hope not to see, but you, you're right. They, a lot of these films fall into that trap. Right, I was saying it's the kind of thing where I give them credit if they don't do it, but I, I really have a hard time, uh, taking off when they do. Just there because also... it's such a trope. There was also a weird character beat for Steve after that when he runs when he runs outside with the gun uh, and starts like randomly firing a gun and calling them all a bunch of bitches. Uh, th- that was a little out of character, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, it's like they were trying to say like, that he was just like the guy in the beginning. Is what yeah, I, I was going like. to say. That was it, right? Is that that's just basically turning him into into Chad. Yeah, yeah, and also I don't like I don't know. Maybe after having your penis bitten off, you're not in your logical mind. Uh, <laughs> I'll accept that, but also just seems like he's he's like mad at them for trying to escape, and it's like, um, dude, uh, you were holding the captain and carving them up for human meat. What do you expect from them? <laughs> and he seemed to understand that concept when he first brought her there, like. Yeah. You know, you don't try to escape or I'm going to do something bad to you, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but getting mad about it. It didn't seem like, I don't know how mad he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there was problems with the third. Act. Yeah. I like the best friend. Uh, I thought she was a cool character. Yes. Now she did do the stupid thing of going in the house and then uh, <laughs> doing the phone call right in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. <laughs> they made it clear uh, well, that it was a dumb move. <laughs> well, well, the, the the thing that was stupid was she didn't go with with a gun. If she had a gun, then that would have been a little more safe. Well, but, or, or just also not by yourself. Backup. Yeah, backup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, that that too. And the the third thing is, like the wife said, you should call nine one one. You know, I I don't, I don't know why she didn't call the the police in the first place to say that her friends been saying that's why. Yeah, she didn't have yeah, any yeah but but most police, if you said, yeah, the, uh, my friend, she went with this guy, he disappeared, she's disappeared, and now the guy's back at his house. Um, but she wasn't 100% sure it was did, him in the first place. Yeah, she didn't know he was back at his house until she got into the house. Yeah, I guess. I don't and know. and I, they would have just said, well, she went with the boyfriend out to this place. And she even texted you saying that she's got bad cell service and doesn't want to be with technology. What are you worried about? Well, that's the thing. I would, I think I would have just said, I, I think if she had gone to the cop state and said some sort of story, they would have at least knocked on the guy's door and, or, and asked. Well, uh, I think you're right. But I think they, it would have had, you know, the same thing would have happened. We don't know this woman. We don't it's know also, it's also California. And I don't want to go too far down this particular path, but there's certain people of a particular persuasion in California who, and other places in the country who, A, do not like the cops, and B, do not like guns. Um, 
Yeah, no. but but they they didn't they didn't imply that her character was was either of those. They didn't imply that she wasn't, and and she and she seemed very skeptical about wanting to get the cops involved. I guess I I, it, I I felt it was was weird. That's all. But maybe you're right, Mike. I, I just thought it was it didn't make sense, especially when she went to the wolf's den uh, without a gun and alone and without letting the cops know. Which is my, but that's always my default answer to things like this. People are fucking stupid. <laughs> that is the truth. You, you right, talk I'll, about I'll, even I'll, in real life, <laughs> even in real life, not just in movies. Oh no, that's it. That's the, 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 <laughs> there are people that are fucking idiots. And you mentioned the, you did find like uh, the, the Sebastian Stan character wasn't tough enough on them, uh, on them or, or that he gave them opportunities. Well, there's a reason why these dumbasses eventually get caught. Is because they stop. They get careless. They make mistakes. They they and I think that's clearly what happened here. And he had obviously been doing it a while. If he had this huge butcher box, <laughs> and, so, and he had his own subscription service. Yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't build that up. Just, There's you know, an app for that. <laughs> I mean, that takes some word of mouth, man. No pun intended there, huh? Oh boy. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> I do well, think he got served justice. Yeah, did he though? Well, well, all, <laughs> all, um, you would, yeah. I mean, that—that's the thing. That the ending in this film is similar to most of these films, where the that type of villain gets their justice. Now, you know, they've been, they've done so many where it's reversal now, where people don't get away. That I wasn't necessarily expecting it. So. Well, and I would have been cool with that too. Uh, yeah. But but if they were if they were going to go the way they did, I wish they would have been a little more stringent about it. Yeah. Yep. Well, the only thing is, what is justice for a guy that's done that to twenty people? Yeah, is good is good enough, right? I mean, he's dead. And right. The suffering lasted for. An hour? An hour, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe but, but, but it doesn't. But it doesn't matter. I, I, I see. I've, I, I see where you're going, Mike. But I, I always thought it was weird. It's like, um, I, if as long as the person can't do it ever again, that's good enough justice. Well, that's justice. Vengeance is taking out as much right. pain yeah, as yeah. suffering see, I never as possible. Really, yeah, I never. <laughs> think, I never think of vengeance. If, if you're talking vengeance, Mike. Or, or or something like that, then I would concur with you. But if we're just talking justice, uh, he can't do it anymore, so it, it's good. Are you talking vengeance, Mike? Uh, I don't know. Well, I say I <laughs> depends on how you consider. No, not sorry, just vengeance. But what is justice here? Um, I, I and that I don't know. It probably would have been better <laughs> if the whole organization had been found out, and you know. But maybe right. they are after this. We don't see past this this end. So, right. well, I also thought it was interesting that <laughs> at the end the wife shows up and uh, is going to sell his meat. Um, <laughs> Put him on and, ice, and then and then. Oh uh, well, that's that's where he is, right? Is he's preparing the body? That's where the Indian guy went. The native, sorry, the Native American guy went. Mm-hmm. Is is he Native American? I'm still yes, sure. he, yes, he was Phil. Which let's move along. He was. I swear. It doesn't Go really matter. But uh, after they killed, uh, after the the friend kills the wife, I really liked how Noah got mad that he was married. <laughs> He's like, he was <laughs> married. 
<laughs> Which I thought was brilliant. Um, and by the way, I will say, I could if this had been in the theaters, if this had been in the crowded theater, weirdly enough, I think the hitting the wife in the back of the head was the moment that would have got the audience cheering. Uh-huh. Not the... Probably. Not the biting the penis off, not putting the toothpaste in his eyes, which I thought was interesting. I've never seen that one before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm I'm wondering how he thought up that one. I'm sure there's the writers. I'm sure there's because I never like. <laughs> one I'm sure there's in their eyes somehow. I'm sure there's a story behind that. One. Yeah. <laughs> like I've gotten a lot of things in my eyes. I've never put toothpaste in my eye. Yeah, I, don't, I don't even know how one though. does that by accident. When, when you stop to think about it, though, every day you intentionally get toothpaste closer to your eyes than most things. Yes, and yet, in 51 years, I've never gotten it in my eye. Now, it now, is this, not this, an easy thing to do. This this film definitely uh, was was not a theater-bound type, for sure. <laughs> oh, it could have been. It had Sebastian Stan in it. It's a, it's a Fox Searchlight film. Now, just uh, well, a searchlight it, film. It, it would be so, very limited release then, because this is definitely not a, a film that we would have got to watch. Uh, this this could have had the same kind of release as in like a, an A24 film. Yeah, yeah. This could have gotten like a. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah, this this could have gotten like a five five to six hundred theater release. Uh, I don't I don't see it myself because of the the, the grossness of the the second half of the film. Or the really, I'm not sure what half. the grossness is here, Phil. Besides them eating meat, which is. And they, they is, only um, intimate that he's cutting up the people. You don't really get to see much of that. I mean, uh, it was it was kind of gross, and it, it was kind of well. To be the clear, idea is yeah. The reason I found this movie to be disgusting wasn't because they were even eating human meat. It is because there are lots of close up shots of people chewing with very loud sound effects. Yeah, uh, and y'all on this podcast know how I feel about that. <laughs> right, well, and, and yeah, no uh, but the, you know they did show the the leg and, and the torsos and, and then him tenderizing it and and even though it was probably yeah, just but a, it wasn't very realistic. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Well, but, you know, not, the problem is, Phil, that you're know, a foodie, but, so you could see yourself eating all these people. I love when she's eating the um the pork tips or whatever and uh he's just watching and he says he doesn't eat meat <laughs> yeah, right he doesn't uh, eat he animals actually, no he phrased that very strategically yeah, animals. he said he doesn't eat animals <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yeah because i wrote down in the uh, my notes that he's he's a vegetarian or, or a vegan that's exactly <laughs> what i thought then no <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. I'll, I'll, I kind of guessed on the way in what this was about, given the title. Uh, it's all, I think it's a little bit, little bit of a spoiler. Um, yeah, but, I had, I had not got that. See, I was wondering, because I, I, it's a movie, and when I hear now, I'm conditioned. When I hear fresh in relation to a movie, I'm thinking Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> and and I knew it was a thing about a press. person with a dating app. Um. So I kind of figured it was something to do with that. You know, like, you know, the, the guy's certified fresh, whatever. Um, <laughs> I, I did notice that phrasing the first watch, too, when he said, I don't eat animals. I was like, animals. That was specific. That's sort of, I do not. That, and, right. And that's sort of in hindsight, uh, foresight for you is it's that, oh, that's I don't drink wine. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't get that one. I don't. That's drink from Dracula. 
Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. No. That's right. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else? Anything else? I don't know if I have a whole lot more to say about this movie. I I, I enjoyed it, but it's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't have anything else either. Really. No, I, oh, no, like I said, I think it's all a, a, a metaphor about current perspectives on dating life, on being out there in the market, putting yourself out there to end up making a long-term commitment to somebody, um, and the difficulties of doing it and taking it to the worst extreme possible, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if we want to look at it as a message movie, I, I guess you're right, Mike. Um, or it could just be, hey, this is a cool idea. No one's ever done this. Let's, let's make a movie about this. So, uh, but, yeah. Uh, anything else, Mike? Because me barely... No, I think I think that's it. Like, I just really enjoyed it. I thought it was a fairly solid film. Yeah, you got your usual kind of cliched plot problems at the end. Um, with with the the coping with the dealing with the the bad guy, it had three really solid performances. Um, I thought, and uh, yeah, uh, certainly a villain, a villain that uh, is a candidate for villain of the year already. All right, all right, sounds good. All right, so um, I guess we'll give our final thoughts um in a little bit, but before we do, I guess we can discuss what we've been watching or or whatnot. Um. I'll, I'll start. Um, so I'm playing Halo Infinite, um, and uh, yeah, it's really good. Um, it's uh, as I said uh, in a prior podcast, it's very similar. Um, the second act of the is pretty similar to Fallout Four or Far Cry Five, where you're on a Halo and you're on, you see the big map and you see all these locations on the map and you, you drive or, or or walk or run over to them and have those little adventures there while following the main storyline adventures as well. Um, so that's that was a, a kind of a new thing uh, compared to some of the older Halos that I played. I played the first four. I, I never got to play the fifth. Um, and um, it's really good. It's... Uh, uh, has the feel of the, of the original four, and um, it's pretty awesome. So I highly recommend. There's a reason why it was listed as one of the top five um, or top ten, depending on your list, even possibly number one uh, from 2021. Uh, so it's definitely a high recommend, and it's uh, really good. Um, and uh, I've been watching the Halo TV series. Um, I'll let Barrett and Mike talk about that a little bit. And uh, the podcast we we do about it, and um, that's pretty much it. That's yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't watch much stuff anymore. Uh, let's go with you, Eric. Um, I've been watching a couple of things. Um, I watched the Who show, The Dropout, about Elizabeth Holmes, um, which is not necessarily a horror-related television show, but the real life consequences of what she did are kind of horrific. Um, Elizabeth Holmes. Uh, she was the CEO of Theranos. Oh, that person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, stars Amanda Seyfried and she's awesome in it. Uh, so if that interests you, I would recommend checking it out cause it's very well done. Um, Amanda Seyfried interests me. So I may check it out. <laughs> I knew you were going to make a comment. Um, so 
the thing I really, 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 really want to recommend to people this week is a movie called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Um, I went and saw it in the theater last weekend. And this is just, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. I heard it's um, really good, yeah. And I I want to remind people that I'm not typically the one on the show that labels everything best movie ever. <laughs> So when I say that, I really mean it. Uh, anybody who's been, anybody who's bemoaning the lack sure, of originality know. in movies needs to go see this immediately. Um, Eric, I heard it's worth an episode, though, right? Oh, absolutely! It, it, absolutely, um, it's it's yeah, one hundred percent original. Uh, stars Michelle Yeoh in the lead. Uh, it's also got Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, and it's just, uh, it's a multiverse movie. Um, so it gets really wacky in, in, in some of the sci-fi different ways. Um, and then by the end of the movie it ends up, uh, being really powerfully emotional. Um, so it runs the entire gamut of, um, the emotional range that you feel, uh, while you're watching this movie. I mean, I, I literally laughed and cried during, during the movie. Um, so I can't recommend it highly enough. And you weren't crying because you had terrible people in the theater with you. <laughs> Not this time, no. Excellent. Good, good to hear that it was the I, I heard somebody because they hit me in the fields. I heard somebody gotcha. reviewed the film. They said they liked it, but there was an annoying guy in the back of the theater who was doing a lot of crying and made it just distracted everybody. Yeah, well, I was <laughs> in the back of the theater, so it couldn't have been me. <laughs> All right, but yeah, I, I heard uh, good things about it too. Because um, when I was reading about box office. Um, Oh, I got so mad at the box office last weekend. This only did $6.1 million in meanwhile. Sonic the fucking Hedgehog 2 pulled in $72 million. I'm like, motherfucker, this is why we can't have nice things. Well, so well, true. Well, 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 the first Hedgehog was really awesome. So uh, I can see why the second one is pulling in good money. Um, but It's also, also gotten awesome reviews. And I have seen yeah. neither and not a fan of the franchise. Yeah, the first one was really awesome. Um, I'm seeing the second one this weekend with my kids. But um, this movie also ha- was being released uh, slowly, Eric. So, That's, true. That's true. But I believe last weekend they released wide. Okay, gotcha. Unless I've got my facts wrong. Gotcha. But I, I, my understanding is that it went wide on the 8th. Gotcha, gotcha. But, um, um, yeah, I won't poo-poo uh, Sonic. Sonic is, was, I will. Uh, Fuck that yep. hedgehog. Well, Jim Jim Carrey. Hey, there's a sound clip that might come back to haunt me. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> well speaking of, you know, you know how hedgehogs fuck? <laughs> Carefully. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah. Jim Carrey and uh, um, Madsen, um, and the woman that plays his wife. They're, they're all good. But Jim Carrey is like phenomenal. And and Madsen. There it's. No, it's but the point is, go watch everywhere. Everything, everywhere, all at once. That's my point. Yep. yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, anything else, sir? No, that's it. All right. Sounds good. Uh, let's go with you, Mike. Yeah, I'm actually probably going to see uh, everything, everywhere, always, all at once, whatever it's called, tomorrow, because um, I finally have a free day on my spring break. Um, let me see. I'm trying to think what I've talked about on the Halo podcast, which, of course, I've seen Halo. Uh, we're two episodes in. The third episode dropped, I think, yesterday. I'm going to be watching it after we get done here. Um, 
Uh, let me think. So I did see, did I mention the Lost City last week? I don't think so. Yes, you did. I thought I yes, mentioned that on Halo. Oh, you may have done it on Halo, so go ahead. Right, see, that's my problem. So I saw the Lost City, which I thought was cute. It's not really horror-related, but it was fun. Um, it's a new IP with familiar stars, though, and a formula that sounds awfully a lot like Romancing the Stone, for those who remember that film. But it still works. I think it's a fun movie. Um, I saw X again uh, with my wife, and I liked it a lot more the second time. Did you uh, like still- it? She wasn't that thrilled with it, um, but whatever. I'm not sure why. But again, yeah, my, my buddy Johnny, who's who's a part-time co-host for the Halloween Boutique, uh, he liked it a lot too. But continue, Mike. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, the final episode of Severance aired, and so I mentioned it last week, and I will mention it again this week. I highly recommend Severance. They they did set up a second season, so don't expect everything to get resolved. But they do definitely set things up to completely change the show or very much change the show for next year. So it won't be a lot of more of the same. There is uh, definitely a sense of a concluding chapter, if not a completely finished story. So uh, that's about I can I cannot give a high enough recommendation to Severance on Apple TV. I just watched the first episode of that tonight and I'm uh, undecided so far. OK. Gotcha. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, I may check it out too. Um, anything else, Mike? Uh, I think that's really it. All right, sounds good. Uh, Eric, what was the name of the Amanda Seyfried show again? Uh, the Dropout. Yeah, yeah. My wife watched. Is is that on Hulu? Yes. Yeah, my wife started that and she she didn't like it, so she stopped. But I was still going to check it out. Um, all right, sounds good. Uh, Barrett, what do you got? Uh, not too much. I've been very busy with uh, work and some cabinet stuff going on in my house. So I've been watching Moon Knight, really enjoying that. Um, the third episode was last week um, or this week. Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday. Um, yeah, I I think it's pretty fun. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I'm not sure where it's going to go at this point. And Halo, of course, been watching that. And that's about it. And uh, have you been playing any uh, Resident Evil Village? Ah, I am playing ah. any games. No games. How about Far Cry 6? Have you watched The Office? Sure if he starts Maybe playing that, he will tell you. Right, right. <laughs> well, no, well, it's a running joke now, so I have to say it every time. Um, <laughs> but uh, what was I going to say? Um, uh, something else about what you... Oh, anybody seen Mobius? Morbius. Oh, actually, I Morbius. forgot. We did go see that. And yeah, that, the fact that I forgot that I had seen that tells you a lot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was it wondering because it's getting horrible reviews. So it's, I don't know. I'm not interested in watching it, and I heard the film cast uh, just tear it apart. Yeah, it's not the greatest movie ever. I've certainly seen worst. Uh, the post-credit sequence is a bundle of what the fuck. Um, where, like, Pam was confused because she hasn't watched all the Marvel films, and I assured her that if she had seen all the Marvel films, it would just have left her even more confused because it makes absolutely no sense in context. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's That's the it's Sony trying to say, see, we have a Marvel Universe too. Come give us more money. Um, it had a horrendous drop off at the box office. Uh, something like seventy eight percent. I heard. Yeah, and I think that they said. I <laughs> saw so that's the highest drop off for a comic book movie since I think Steel, starring Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's just that's, not good. That's not the crowd you want to be in. <laughs> 
Yeah, um, that's bad. You know, that means a Ouch. bigger drop than like Batman versus Superman and the Incredible Hulk and uh, yeah, okay, that's 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 really awful. Um, yeah, it's not <laughs> it's not great. I mean, I'm not going to blame. I don't think the acting was bad. It's just the story was a mess. I know they did a lot of reshoots for various reasons. I don't know if that made it worse or made it better. <laughs> and you know, we had this argument and this discussion before. Like, is it when they heavily reshoot a film? Is it because like did they ruin the vis- the director's vision, or is it that's the best they could do to try to save the movie? <laughs> yeah, are they, yeah, are they destroying the vision or are they polishing the turd? Who knows? Right, and like a good example of that was the Mummy with Tom Cruise, and mm. you know a lot of people blame his involvement in it for ruining the story, and it's like, well, again, there was a lot, there was a reason why they made a lot of changes to it. I don't know if it's his fault or to his credit that he made, that they made the changes. That movie is one of the very few I've ever, like I don't very often just turn a movie off and not finish it. Uh, but the mummy was one <laughs> about 15 yeah. minutes. And I was like, I, I cannot do it. Especially a Tom Cruise film, right? Yeah. yeah. It, it was, was just not film. good. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah. I kind of want I've been wanting to watch it again. Just because you hate yourself. No, but it's one of those things where I kind of would like to just look and see, look at it and see what exactly went wrong, um, which is a silly thing, but it just for analysis, because I'm a fan of the concept, right? I would love to see them get the uh, Universal Monsters back. You know, why did that fail where the Invisible Man succeeded? I certainly have ideas. Well, some people like to be whipped to each their own. People like to be um, carved up. Well, well the Invisible Man uh, wasn't part of the this this universe. No, thank God. They just uh, kind of sort of is. It was supposed it, to be part of the universe. Yeah. Well, that would have really? been with Johnny Depp as the Invisible Man, I think. <laughs> it deserves its own universe. <laughs> there, it's kind yeah. of was the soft reboot to the to an attempt to do a new dark universe, and then the pandemic hit, and so. You know, we don't know where, if ever, anywhere they were going to end up going with it. But it was a, it was a. Let's see if this does something. If this does something, maybe we can try a different approach and go about a dark universe a different way. But the way it was not part of the one that was originally planned. Right. Well, I don't. I always thought. Yeah. Right. 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 When when Lee Wan All took over, he he was going to make it stand alone. That's what I. But, uh, well, and it didn't have any of the extra stuff like the Mummy did, where it was. You know, linked. was leading. Yeah, it was linked, linking everything up. So right, right. Um, all right, sounds good. Anything else? Anybody want to bring up? Anything else? Anyone? All right, sounds good. So uh, before we get into our final thoughts, oh, on we, film, we we did lose. I was going to say we did lose Gilbert Gottfried. I do. Not oh, that's what up. I wanted to bring up. Thank you. I for do not up. believe. Um, I do not believe that he was ever in any horror films. No, he was in some, uh, some thrillers and stuff. Was he? Okay. Yeah, 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 he was in that um, Beverly Hills Cop, and then he was in that um, Ford Fairlane film, I think. I don't think I would consider either one of them really thrillers, though. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> uh, those would be those would be comedies <laughs> or action comedies. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's, that's, um, genre picks, genre picks. But I mean, it does uh, does ruin the the uh, any jokes about oh, I can't wait to hear this read by the the audio book by Gilbert Gottfried. Um, by, by the way, you can find on YouTube uh, Gilbert yeah, Gottfried right. reads Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Pretty, pretty, that's got to be awesome. 
yeah, it, it's supposed to be awesome. Everybody was was posting it the other day. <laughs> yeah. And he was doing it in his his you know comedy voice too. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. And he if was, you're he really was, adventurous, if great. you're really adventurous and can uh, and can uh, stand up to things even more disgusting than what was in our feature movie tonight, uh, <laughs> go listen to his telling of the aristocrats. Oh, I heard about that one too. Yeah, I'll have to check that. That's on YouTube as well. Uh, yeah, I, I I could only find audio. I I couldn't find gotcha. a video presentation. Um, spe- speaking of of uh, Godfrey, now both him and Robin Williams have, are from Aladdin of past. Mm. That's, mm-hmm. that's nuts. That's just nuts. Nuts. So, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, that's yeah, what happens it. as you get old. People die. Yeah, he had a, he had a long uh, illness that that unfortunately had him past the age of sixty seven. Which is too bad. Yep. Similar to like MS or something. It was one of those type of muscular or, or something. I, I don't want to even say because I don't want to. Um, mm, what he had an unusual uh, condition that caused his heart to to beat irregularly. Gotcha. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, rest in peace to Gilbert Garfield. He was uh, a legend. Absolutely. And then there's that picture of him, Bob Saget, and Louis Anderson going around. Oh, yeah. And all three of them passed within the year. It's just crazy. Within four months. Yeah, it wasn't really, four right? months. Because yeah. wasn't Bob Saget. Uh, four months, yeah, because we're in April. Yeah. yeah. And, and they were talking, Godfrey actually posted the picture himself, like, just two months yeah. ago. Or, mm-hmm. You know, talking about it, how he misses the two guys, you know, and then he's with them now. It's a shame. Anyway, uh, let's uh, move on to uh, some other things. And uh, Eric, you actually do another podcast with your buddy Dan. I do. It is a general po- general podcast. It's a general interest podcast called the Ascanity Podcast. That's spelled A S K A N C I T Y. You can find it wherever we got this one. And why is it called Ascanity? I, I haven't asked that for a while for folks that are curious. Uh, Ascanity is a word that we made up um, and defined. Although I can't. Uh, definition off the top of my head. Um, let me pull up our group page real quick and see if it's there. One of them has. I know it's something to do with looking at things. With yeah, it's looking, looking, looking at the world with a with a with a with a air of suspicion. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was a cool day. It's a cool day. Um, you still looking up, or should I move on? Uh, you should move on. Okay, fair enough. And. Uh, um, Barrett, me, you, Mike, and Sean Fox are doing a podcast on a television series right now? Yes, uh, we are doing a series on, or a podcast on Halo. It's called Cortana's Communiques, and we do it weekly um, after each episode airs. Excellent. And, I found a definition. Uh, oh, excellent. Was there a scantity? Uh, a scantity, uh, noun, a mental or emotional defect causing the individual to view the whole of reality with suspicion, doubt, mistrust, or disapproval. Does it have yeah. you in there as your name as like the second definition? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm oh. going to the, the show. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, Dan is like that too. So, yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Dan would have to have his name. Dan's a good guy. He's a good guy. Um, sp- speaking of uh, other podcasts, uh, uh, Mike, uh, me, you, and Eric do another podcast? Yeah, that's the Cinema a la Carte podcast where we review things that are not really Dark Discussions material. Actually, it's four movies like, I'm guessing, that Everywhere, Everything, All at Once, or whatever it is, where 
Phil and Eric would argue over whether or not we can cover a movie on the Dark Discussions podcast. <laughs> and so we created this podcast and have never actually used it for what it was intended to be used for. <laughs> but we review movies that are not horror films, uh, sometimes thrillers or horror adjacent, but not actually uh, true horror films. And so uh, our, our last film uh, was not The Edge, was it? It was... Yeah, the last one that was released was The Edge, but it was then we did your film, which was the more uh, Kiss Kiss uh, Bang Bang. Yeah, thank you. And then the last one was Three Billboards and Three Billboards. That was it. Ebbing, Missouri. That's right. So, so uh, those that's an example of the eclectic mix that you'll find uh, if you listen to the Cinema Alicard podcast, which comes out when we have a chance to record it. It is not nearly as regular as the Dark Discussions podcast. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and speaking of the edge, Eric, uh, I've been doing my field uh, walks in the spring because Uh the bears are all coming out now and they're hungry, and so I don't want to do my my forest walks just yet. Get your bear spray. Yeah. But Phil, bears don't want to hurt you. They just want to smell the flowers. (laughs) They want a hug. They're mean bastards. You, You guys don't know what I've been doing to Phil. Uh, after we did the edge and I found out that Phil's afraid of bears. Um, I've been texting him, uh, like, <laughs> like on Instagram, I'll see pictures of bears, uh, and I'll just like <laughs> take a screenshot of it. And I'll text it to Phil and say, uh, bears don't want to hurt you. They just want to, you know, whatever the bear is doing in the picture, they just want to eat fish or what? <laughs> yeah. He yeah, loves right. it. Not really, not really. Especially in, in the spring, because in the spring is is when they all start coming out starving, and so yeah, it's not good. Well, you'd so be starving too if you were sleeping all winter. You did right. A little bit horny too. You're right. You did right. Well, I'm not too worried about that. I'm, I'm more worried about getting chewed up. Um, well, what if they, you got raped by a bear? Yeah, it's just like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio did in that movie. <laughs> the, 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 the rumor that was going around for months before the film even came out. <laughs> I was impressed the whole time. Anyway, well, and the, the problem is of super troopers. Super troopers. Super troopers. That's nobody else has seen that comedy. That's a I great movie. It. I have never seen it. No, I watched a little bit of it. Actually, wasn't working for me. But um, no, yeah. See, the problem with that story is that what I, if I had not heard that story, I would never have thought watching it. Leonardo DiCaprio is is being raped by a bear. But once right. I'd heard that story, I can't not think it when I'm watching it. <laughs> right, right. And that, that's just not right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh it's just God. a bell that cannot be unrung. It's just strange, the whole thing. Um, and speaking of uh, other podcasts. Uh, fucker. Um, <laughs> uh, Barrett, uh, myself and you co-host another podcast with our our group of eclectic uh, guest stars every so often, but in June, which is only a month and a half away, uh, we're oh my God. doing, doing <laughs> a, uh, a theme month. Uh, what is that podcast? It is Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews, and we will be doing LGBTQ theme month in June, that's which right, is a yearly yeah. thing for us. Yep, that's right. That's right. It's uh, basically uh, art house lesbian films, and uh, I'm actually seeing uh, Lola Kurtz. Do movies with gay men in them? Uh, well, Brokeback Mountain could be a cinema a la carte. That film, that was a good film. Hey, I've, I've actually still haven't caught up with that. Yeah, I have but, never, I have never seen that movie. But yeah, I want, I want to point out, Eric, he avoided the question. 
That's objection non-responsive. That's that's true. I I was doing the politician question. Yeah, so you're right. This is why you're supposed to be asking. I'm pretty good with it being lesbian art house. I'm not sure about gay man art house. I'm I'm not up for that. Yeah, but but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But speaking of, uh, I'm not asking you to watch erotica. Um, <laughs> well, uh, Kirk, uh, who starred in one of the films AWOL that we did uh, last year, I think, or no, two years ago. Um, two years. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing her in uh, concert in two weeks in New York City or Brooklyn, cool. uh, literally a half mile from where the shooting was. So I'm not looking forward. I'm going to be taking Ubers for sure. It's New York gonna... City. Everything. Wow, like Phil. <laughs> Phil. Full R on the end of the word Uber. I'm so proud of you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I noticed it. Yes, yes, thank you. He didn't say Uber. He said Uber. Uber. But but I'm gonna I'm gonna go to uh, 23 Cornelia Street and get a picture in front of that because that's where Taylor Swift used to live, and one of her <sighs> best songs is named after it. And then I'm gonna go to uh, her her actual home and and get a picture in front of that too. I think so. That'd be pretty cool. Which is uh, a couple of blocks away from Finale Street, but um, oh, and I may see uh, Joey from the Horror Mafia podcast. Uh, mm, Might yeah. meet up with him for for dinner, so that'll be kind of cool. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, yeah. So Lola Kirk, that's gonna be a good show. It'll be a good show. I already bought my Lola Kirk uh, T-shirt, so I'll ha- have it when I'm at the. And I'm bringing the DVDs too, so she can sign sign them. Enjoy. Yes. Yes. Um, all right. So that's pretty much. Uh, other podcasts that we do at the, at the moment um so let's get into our final thoughts on this film here so eric why don't you go first uh yeah so this is a a solid entry uh especially for something found on a streaming service um i thought it was it was well produced well made well acted uh there were just some third script uh third act rather script issues and uh but it still didn't prevent me from enjoying the movie. Uh so yeah, I would uh I would give it to recommend if you have Hulu. All right, sounds good. Uh for me, um yeah, this film uh was well made and everything is Eric said there's some major flaws in the script, but again, I could see it not bothering regular horror fans. Uh for me, this film was not for me. Uh I did not like this film at all. Um but that doesn't necessarily mean um, it wasn't a good film for other people. Uh, I could just be in the minority. Um, but yeah, I didn't like it. I I would not recommend it at all. And um, I wish I had never seen it, to be honest. But uh, yeah, it, it it's another eyes of my mother or whatever the hell that crappy film was called. Yeah, that I thought was way grosser than this one was. I, yeah. I, I was really taken aback by how... Because of what you had said, I was really taken aback by how uh, lackluster this really was in the grossness department. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, I felt it was pretty gross. My wife thought it was disgusting. So, for me, anyway, you know, similar to like how Eric, you know, Amer- uh, a history of violence, that violence kind of affects you a certain way that mm-hmm. th- whatever's in this film and Eyes with My Mother, even though they're, like you said, it may be of degrees, Mike. Is not my type of film. I just don't everybody know. has an opinion. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, that's all. Uh, let's go with you, Barrett. Yeah, I really liked this film. I thought it was just fun and uh, interesting. The cast was great, and pretty much everything Eric said. All right, sounds good. And Mike, what do you got? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I had a blast with it. I'm very happy to not be the one this week to be saying it's a fine movie, but it's not for me. I'm glad somebody else gets to wear that hat 
this week. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed it, and I don't know, maybe it's because of the fact that I am a picky eater, so I see people eating disgusting shit, in my opinion, all the time. Uh, so this doesn't bother me at all. Um, you are a picky eater, Mike. I've yeah, so, yeah uh, that's true. so I so I am used to that experience, and uh, you know, so I so this wasn't an issue for me. And like I said, it's not like you see anybody chewing on a, on somebody's leg. Um, you basically see them eating meat, and if they told you it was, you know, a slab of cow, most people wouldn't think twice about it. They they eat women's breasts. That's gross. No, but if they're not looking at a boob I, with a nipple on it, Phil. They have a yeah. little piece of fat. If they told you that that was a like a a, a piece yeah, uh, of a rattlesnake or something, you wouldn't you you wouldn't be grossed out. It's the fact that you're letting your brain tell you that it's human meat, which we know it's not. It's a prop. Uh, it was still kind of gross, dude. <laughs> yeah, and then I never want to see you posting pictures of your, your food again. Um, well, it's, it's, a, it's a little different. It's but okay, Mike. Phil can think it's gross. It's okay. Um, <laughs> it's not going to affect your life in any way. All right. Anyway, um, let's move on. Let's move on. So, uh, um, so yeah, once again, uh, the film is found on Hulu, uh, and it is available there right now. Uh, it's been there since, uh, end of March. So a few weeks ago, uh, directed by Mimi cave and written by Lauren Kahn, uh, starring Daisy Edgar Jones, who once again does a excellent American accent, even though, that is not her accent. She's English. And Sebastian Stan uh, of the Marvel fame uh, is her co-star. Uh, the film um, is getting uh, decent reviews. Uh, it's dropped 10 per- 10% on Rotten Tomatoes in the past week, as more people have seen it, but uh, still holding steady uh, as a, a strong fresh. Uh, so pretty much that's it. So I guess with all that stated, Eric? All right. Thanks for tuning in. Let's, let's talk about Fresh. Come back next week. We'll have another topic. Yeah, if you remember, uh, I mean, not that any of us would have been old enough at the time, the original Night of the Living Dead like turned a lot of people off because of the cannibalism of the zombies eating people, which, of course, was just chicken <laughs> a- actors eating chicken. But it was just the thought that there was a person eating a person.